Welcome to the Made Possible by Podcast, where we have conversations around good with community-minded individuals. We hope that today's episode inspires you to go out and do good. Hello, and thank you for joining us for another conversation around good. I am Tracy with Made Possible by. These podcasts are part of our family that we love to make good loud. So today I'm happy to have a fun guy. I've got a fun guy in the studio today. He's fun. We just had a very long conversation about all sorts of fun, interesting things that are going on in our country, which is good. Good, go get out there and have conversations. One with people who don't look like you, and two with people who don't necessarily believe the same that you do. But have a nice, calm conversation. You don't have to agree with someone to be kind. Correct. Right, and have a good thing. Okay. So anyhow, this is I'm sitting here with Kevin Kraft with uh, Kevin Kraft State Farm. Your office is in the heart of Guthrie, America. It is. You have a cool spot. Love my spot. Yeah, you have a great spot. We moved there three years ago this July. Yeah. This past July. And you had a fire, but you recovered. We haven't had the best luck in the office, (laughs) but it's a great location. It is a great location. It is. Well, thanks for taking the time to be with us today. So give us a 90 second snapshot of you, and I'm going to give you a warning right now. Kevin's from Arkansas. Yes. He's a Razorback, so just embrace that. Embrace that as he goes forward. I'm giving him a hard time. because The last several years of football season, I'm not sure I would tout the fact (laughs) that I'm a Razorback or from Arkansas. But we do have a great track program. (laughs) (laughs) You can run fast. That's right. There you go. Uh, so 90 seconds about me. Let's let's do this. So uh, like she said, I'm Kevin uh, with State Farm. We started this business or this agency about three years ago. Uh, I have been married for 13 wonderful years to my bride, who is a teacher, which I'm very proud of. She just got her teaching certificate finally. Nice. Uh, she's been working hard on getting that. Uh, I have a son, Thomas, that's 10 in fifth grade and a daughter that's eight that's in second grade so that's me or at least that's the most that's what i'm most proud of is my family I there you say. go now, how did you end up in oklahoma from arkansas so the joke is i lost a bet but that's not really the <laughs> truth uh so long story i had a cpa firm partner of a cpa firm in arkansas uh and then i started learning about uh, life insurance and that was my passion was doing financial planning through life products uh, i kicked footballs in college my old college football coach went to go work for state farm wait a minute uh, back up you kicked footballs in college i did for the mighty bull weevils so that means that you were you're a kicker i am was okay. punter kicker no, just punter? a kicker just a kicker couldn't okay. punt for to save my soul oh, which frustrated my coach yeah it was like he wanted one guy to do both and yeah i couldn't do both. that wasn't gonna work kick. okay so yeah, so he found out, uh, we crossed paths. He worked for State Farm Corporate, uh, recruited me for several years uh, to come up here to Oklahoma to start an agency, uh, fought it for three years. Uh, and then my wife and I just decided uh, God was pulling at us to move to Oklahoma. Uh, had some signs, there was tornadoes that ripped through Arkansas, and we're like, well, if you're gonna get hit by a tornado, it doesn't matter if you're in Arkansas or That's Oklahoma. Right. Uh, so we uh, embarked on this uh, a little over five years ago is when the agency opened. Uh, so that's how I got here to Oklahoma. Uh, we've absolutely loved every minute of it. 
okay. by far the best decision we've probably made as a team. Okay. Is, do you have family here? Did you know anyone here? Knew zero. Nice. Knew nobody other than my old football coach that recruited me here. Uh, and then I did have a buddy, or I guess uh, he still uh, teaches there. He's a professor at OU. Uh, we played college ball together. But we thought we would see each other more often than we did. But Norman is – Further away than you think. It is. From Guthrie. It so. is. And you, you said you played for the Bow Weevils. The, e- explain. So there's I not know. a lot to explain about the Bow Weevils. <laughs> so the Bow Weevils uh, is the mascot for University of Arkansas at Monticello in southeast Arkansas. Uh, it actually was voted the worst mascot by ESPN for like three years in a row. <laughs> uh, it was us in the... Uh, Banana Slugs of California. Oh, that's I've but never heard of that. We actually made it on ESPN. Our mascot made it on ESPN okay. several times for being the worst mascot. Okay. See, my mascot gets voted the best. What is that one? The University of Colorado. Ralphie the Buffalo. Oh, the Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, we get voted the best. Yes, yeah, probably a lot more fierce than a bull weevil. That's yeah. A microscopic insect that kills cotton. So <laughs> there's not a lot of fear in that one. <laughs> Oh, I just. But I'm a proud bull weevil. There you go. I got bull weevils on my license plate. I got. Okay. uh, I got bull weevils hanging up in my office. Okay. uh, Made lifelong friends there. Okay. It's better than a banana slug. Yeah. Well, it depended on who's voting at the time. (laughs) I think right now we're ahead. So, what's been your biggest COVID pivot? Uh, Patience. I think that was, uh, we kind of talked a little before about this, just the patience to have with people uh, because everybody has an opinion and it may not be your opinion and you may not believe in that opinion or whatever, but you shouldn't ever fault somebody for having an opinion. Uh, And so just patience, being a business owner, you know, I I have uh, five employees that I've got to, take care of or think about or whatever and uh, not everybody thinks the same way but uh, just listening to people and having patience with their beliefs and non-judging and uh, just you know put faith that God's got a plan for the end of this whole deal and Mm -hmm. uh, just just have patience with people so yeah that's that's a good everyday thing, right? Even yeah. before COVID, after COVID, pre-COVID, all mid-COVID, all well, of I'd it. Well, I like to thought that I had patience before, <laughs> uh, but uh, I think you really had to turn up that in your lives this last several months. For sure. Because yeah. we think we have control over things, but control is kind <laughs> of an illusion, <laughs> and COVID yeah. kind of prove that to us (laughs) every day there's something new right there's always somebody smarter than me that comes out with something and and people latch onto that and so it's just a matter of sitting tight and having Mm -hmm. faith and just just having patience with people and just there you go that's not always easy no it's not (laughs) especially if you have small people in your house right that's right (laughs) so talk to us about community what does that look like for you how would you define it so uh, that's a great question. So to me, community is just a group of people uh, that live in an area and have common, uh, hopefully common goals, but that's not always the case, but just a common sense of uh, what to accomplish as a, as a group of people. 
Uh, and you can have communities inside of communities, right? Like you're going to have a group of people that believe one way, another group that believes another way, or wants to accomplish one thing. And uh, to me, you know, it's just finding something that you're passionate about and doing it and finding like-minded people uh, and trying to make something better. Uh, and so that's, to me, is a community. And at, uh, I know we talked about communities locally here in Guthrie or whatever, uh, but it doesn't necessarily have to be locally to be a community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think it's just a matter of uh, just that, just finding like-minded people and trying to have a common goal to better not only your community but other communities. Yeah, just working together. Right. Even if you don't agree with each other. That's, that's going right. to be our theme today. Yeah. Even if you don't now, that's not saying Kevin and I had a big fight before this. But even no. if you don't agree. But just so we're clear, if we did, I would not have won the fight because I've never won an argument no. with a woman before. With, well, I get that. But you are also a poli-sci major. So, you know, you've I got was. all that. Political science bull weevil. <laughs> There's not a lot of those <laughs> running around, I promise you. That sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> that sounds like. Um, probably filmed here in Guthrie. Probably. There you go. So talk to me about some of the ways that you personally invest in your community. I know that you're in, you serve on a lot of different uh, committees. You're on the Guthrie YMCA Council. You're on the Edmond Sports Council. You're a member of Rotary. You're a member of the Guthrie Chamber. You do We Shake Hands at the high school or the middle school Mm -hmm. that teaches young men how to wear a tie, how to have manners, how to shake hands, how to make eye contact, which now it's probably going to be we bump elbows or yeah, something right. a little bit different. Air fives. Uh, and the watchdog program that you started, you, you pick any one of those. You can talk about it for a little bit, but tell us why you ter- choose to serve because I think very often people think giving back to their community or investing in the community always means writing a check. Mm-hmm. But I think very often it's harder to give of our time. So uh, why do I do it is one, I truly enjoy helping others. Uh, and I know that probably sounds like a tagline or whatever, but I do. Uh, growing up, I was blessed with a great household, but I had friends, um, close relatives that were not as fortunate as I was. Uh, and playing sports in college, you get to see mm. some of the worst of the worst. Um, and so uh, I always wanted a job that I could dive into the community and give back time, finances, whatever I could. And so that's one of the reasons why we took this opportunity is because and I tell everybody this long story, so I won't go too much detail. But this community is set up exactly like my wife's hometown uh just the whole feel of it and i'm from an even smaller town than guthrie and so when we had this opportunity i was actually offered an agency in edmond or guthrie and i took the guthrie one because i was like this is a great small town something that i could be a part of uh, has that feel to it or whatever and so uh, that's just always been a passion of mine was to give back. I saw my dad, when my brother and I got out of uh, high school, he started getting involved in local schools and just being mentored to young men that didn't have probably the best fathers that you could have or whatever. And I saw how much joy that brought him and it, I saw how it brought uh, 
uh, I mean, he'd walk into grocery stores and there was young men that would walk up to him and say, hey, Mr. Kraft. And so uh, I saw what an impact that could have. And I am fortunate enough that I can give time and resources to do that. So it's just it's a blessing to me. Yeah. So tell us about some of these committees that you serve on, because there's quite a few. Uh, so, yeah, you listed off some of them. Uh, I think we talked about probably my two favorite ones are We Shake Hands uh, and Watch Dogs. Both of those are geared towards uh, kids. Uh, and so the we, shake, the we Shake Hands, like you talked about, is just a group of local men uh, in this community that go to the middle school and we meet with boys and you know teach them how to shake hands teach them how to tie ties but also teach them what it means to be a man and what it means to keep your word and have respect and uh, just doing the right things uh, and so uh, that's been fun that's that's probably the highlight of my every two weeks when we get to go do that uh, and then uh, watchdogs was something that I started at the school that my kids go to and it's just an opportunity for men to be a part of the kids school days where they get to spend one day on campus uh, and they get to see what their kids go through but they also get to kind of walk around and patrol the the campus and help the security guard out and just keep an extra set of eyes on there but also get to see what the teachers go through on a day-to-day basis and you get a little more uh, respect for what teachers do uh, but a lot of times the mothers are the ones that are always at the campus doing stuff pto meetings and like that and so this gives a man an opportunity to take one day out of his work day dedicated to being there with this kid and uh, you know you get to do the fun stuff playing with them on recess and you get to do the not so glamorous stuff opening up water bottles and stuff for kids at, at lunch or cleaning up their stuff but it's just it's a chance for men to be on campus and kids to see that there are men involved in uh, the kids' education. Uh, and so that one's been a huge uh, hit at my kids' school, uh, and I've loved every minute of it. I think that's, I love that idea in having it be dads, because like you said, it's usually moms that are at the school. And a lot of these kids may not necessarily have a great father figure at home, so it just kind of gives them somebody else that they can connect to. And there's nothing like being in an elementary school lunchroom. Yeah. There's just not. I don't even know how to describe it. I don't know how the teachers do it every day. I know. It's I, got I a, did it for two hours and I was ready to tap out. It's got a Lord of the Flies feel to yeah. it a little bit, but it's also fun and yeah. you learn a lot. Yeah. You learn a lot. Yeah. It's it's neat to see how kids' brains work sometimes, mm-hmm. but also just how innocent they are. Yeah. Uh, and so that's fun to see. And they'll just tell you anything. Yeah. So a lot of times the hands were raised so that kids raised their hand for a, a teacher to come help them or whatever. Uh, but they raised their hands for, will you help me open this? To Can I go to the bathroom? To little Timmy stole my mm-hmm. fruit pack? To, yeah. But it's just, it's just so much fun to yeah. be a part of that. Uh, and so I was very fortunate to be able to start that at my kids' school and uh, had group of men that are just gung-ho about it and they always I was telling you this earlier they're you know I send them a text before they start just you know have a great day or whatever and you don't always get the I'm looking forward to this but by the end of the day I get a phone call saying man can I sign up again this was awesome I was dreading it think it was gonna be a long day but this has Mm -hmm. been really fun to do so 
uh, it's, it's neat to see that kind of yeah. stuff happen. Tell them about the first meeting, how many people you had, and then what happened. Yeah, we had a lot of men show up uh, and on the first one. And then by two or three days after, uh, every day was filled for the rest of the school year. And we had originally just had it open for three days a week, but we had so many requests that they opened it up for every day. Uh, and men were asking to do it more than once. We're like, we just don't have room for it. So what a cool thing. It was really neat. And I've already, because of COVID, we're not able to do it this year or mm. this beginning of this semester. And it's I've had several men mm. reach out to me asking if we're doing it. When can we do it? I'll wear a mask. I'll wear a bodysuit. Let's just do this. <laughs> right. uh, and so that's really neat to see that men are willing uh, to take a day out to yeah. do that. Yeah. We need to run up to EMI and get one of their hazmat, hazmat yeah. suits. Get the, Doug to try it on. That's that. gonna say yeah. I was picturing Doug. Doug Ogle, he's such yeah. a good sport. It's because he works in the schools. That's so right. He knows. Yeah. That's right. So tell us what are some ways that your business invests in the community. I know that State Farm has done some really cool projects here in Guthrie, America. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. Yeah, so we have been fortunate the last two years. State Farm has given an. Uh, $25,000 grants last two years to Guthrie Public Schools for their playgrounds. Uh, so that is given by State Farm, but that is 100% done by the community. Talk about a community rallying together for like calls or whatever, but you know we had to submit a grant that got approved, but at the end of the day, it came down to votes. And the last two years, we finished one and two nationwide and that's against people in Dallas, Houston, California, New York, whole nine yards. Uh, and we finished one and two in votes the last two years. And so $25,000, two years in a row for it. So a total of 50,000 has been given to redo playgrounds here in Guthrie, the elementary schools, which is really cool because some of those equipments I heard been there for like 70 years yeah. plus. Um, so that's one of the ways that, and that doesn't come out of, by any means, my agency's pocket, but I am fortunate to represent State Farm that does great stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and so we've been able to do that. Uh, my team, you know, we do the uh, community, uh, what's that one called downtown where all the businesses get in a... Oh, the, um, the summer streets? Yeah. Yeah. So we've done that several times. Uh, but my team, uh, so uh, they love to give back. Uh, and so on every one of our desks, we have a little sign that says, ask us how to donate a dollar to a cause. And so if you come in and do just about anything at our agency and you say, I want to donate a dollar, then our team has specific charities that they give back to. Uh, and so I our agency pays for that or whatever nice. uh, so we have little drives like that in our office because they like to give back as mm -hmm. well you didn't you recently do free snow cones yeah i did so for my five-year anniversary i was going to have a big party outside the agency but it was the middle of covid uh, <laughs> so uh, we didn't want to get a big group of people together so we gave away 100 snow cones uh I guess it was July 1st, which was my five year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we did that. Uh, and we plan on trying to do some more stuff like that. 
those are uh, fun, unique things. Yeah. yeah, you know, those are those are different. Yeah. And you don't think a snow cone, you know, is that big of a deal, but it's just a fun, small thing. Yeah. So the best part is when people went through there and didn't even know they were going to get a free one. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people went because they saw it on social media yeah. to get a free snow cone, but yeah. there was uh, several people that I'm not even friends with on Facebook, but they would tag me, you know, thanks for the free snow cone. Yeah. Great surprise. Had a long day today. This is oh, awesome. I, love I got that. a free snow cone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was cool. So I think I had more fun with the people that didn't know they were getting one yeah. than the ones that It's a went. secret, like right. secret Santa. That's awesome. Yeah. So talk to me about why you think it's important for your business to invest in your community. I think it's a full circle, right? So we aren't where we are today without the community believing in our agency, State Farm. Uh, they, you know, they have to have auto insurance. Uh, and so the fact that they entrust in us to do that, uh, to take care of them. So giving back to the community that's helped us be what we are is kind of one of those, uh, circles and rending circles. Um, but also just to improve or try to improve on, uh, the already great community that we have, but you know, like we talked about with the, we shake hands and watch all stuff like that. There may be. Uh, kids out there that don't have the best um, uh, situation at home, but if they can see leaders in the community that are willing to give back uh, and invest in them, uh, then that can give them, you know, some encouragement to, uh, to give back when they get older. Uh, our good friend Hetty always talks about investing in the kids now, so when they get older, they can come back to the community and reinvest in the town, mm-hmm. uh, and it just be a never-ending cycle. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, God has blessed uh, my wife and I and our kids uh, and my agency. Uh, so it's the, you know, it's, I don't want to say it's the least I could do. Uh, it's a privilege to be able mm-hmm. to do what we do mm-hmm. uh, in the community. It's just a natural thing. Right. Okay. Now, was it 2019 that you won Small Business of the Year? Was it 18? Uh, so Small Business of the Year, the, it was handed out this year in January, wasn't it? This last January. Yeah, so we won Small Business of the Year yeah. in 2020 yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my with last the year. Chamber. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My first year here, we won Small, or we won uh, Best Insurance Agency or whatever in 2016 with the Guthrie News Leader. Uh, so that was neat okay. as well. So, so people recognize your commitment to the community for sure. Hope so, yeah. Yeah. That, that was a really big deal, winning the playground grants. Mm-hmm. Uh, voting and hearing now was it the president who called to say how in the world are you getting this little yeah, town yeah so it was the director of the marketing for State Farm called me and said how in the world uh, are y'all doing this because w- uh, you guys are Guthrie Blue New York oh yeah major towns uh, Dallas Fort Worth I mean there was there was major cities out there that were hundreds of times bigger than Guthrie and we were they're voting we're smoking them yeah and i joked with him that i was giving away a hundred dollars for every vote i was going to need some <laughs> of that money to pay him off he didn't find me as funny as i thought my joke was <laughs> he's not a bow weevil at heart no. he wasn't we did a great job the community did a great job of getting the word out chamber was a big part of that uh rotary was a big part. yeah Cortland was a Courtney, stud at yeah, it yeah she was uh hetty this last time created our own little uh, link that automatically went to the voting deal. Yeah. Um, so it, that's, I mean, that's 
that's the fun part, yeah. right? It's just seeing the community yeah. get behind something like that. To rally in it. Yeah. Yeah. And it costs nothing, yeah. right? Just, you know, about just two took minutes some time. a day, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. And now we have sweet new playgrounds. We do. And I get to pass it every morning when I come to work. Ah, uh, that's so, so fun. Is it just, does it make you smile every day? It does. I bet it does. Yeah. That's so cool. So how would you tell other business owners or maybe new business owners that are starting that are a couple of years behind where you are to define their giving parameters because you can't give to everything, right? I mean, I'm sure right. you get lots of requests that come through your door and you can't give, I mean, unfortunately, you know, we don't have the money trees. Right. So, so it's uh, the way that I would, encourage somebody to do it is find something that you're passionate about mm -hmm. because then it's not giving right it's helping and it's uh, it, it doesn't hurt as much uh, it's just like tithing you're supposed to give with a uh, joyful heart right uh, to the church and so uh, give into the community if you find something that you're passionate about then it's not it's not that hard mm -hmm. uh, and it doesn't always have to be monetary it can it can be time and stuff like that but you know i i mark off on my calendar when i have we shake hands and when i have uh, uh watchdogs or anything like that and you know when i see that my face lights up and i'm like i'm out mm -hmm. uh and so it, i think that's what you got to do you got to find something that you're passionate about you believe in and will it actually help the community mm -hmm. uh in, in the way that you want it to or you believe that it should. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, th I think that's probably the best parameters. And also, don't feel like you have to. Mm. Uh, because especially starting up, I mean, my first year as an agent, uh, you know, it's tough starting a business. Uh, and people see State Farm on the door and just assume that you have the backing of State Farm. Well, most people don't understand that I'm a, independent owner I, I don't i'm not i have the ability to s sell state farm products but i don't work for state farm mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, just you don't have to give mm -hmm. right uh, and don't feel bad if you don't mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. uh, you got to take care of you and your family and your employees first mm -hmm. once you take care of that then mm -hmm. if you're blessed to give more give more mm -hmm. uh, but that was hard my first year to tell people no. Yeah. And they're like, you know, you don't have $200, you're State Farm. Well, I sell State Farm. Yeah, I'm not State Farm. Right. I'm not Jake. <laughs> you're I'm not, gonna say I'm you're not, not Jake, Jake. State Farm. <laughs> I'm Kevin. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot easier when you find something that you believe in, you're yeah. passionate about. Yeah. Uh, and that the giving does something right for the community. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that would be what I would yeah. do. But don't ever yeah. apologize for not being able yeah. to. Maybe just go join a committee. Go serve somewhere. Right. Go give your time. Yep. There you go. Okay, so what's your 30-second shout-out, your motivational statement, your call to action? What are you telling people to go do today? Uh, so a uh, long time ago, uh, I was told uh, to be great. Uh, and I think you've probably heard me say this before, and this is Hetty and I talk about it all the time, but uh, our grandfather said... Uh, to be great as a kid, uh, be great as a husband, and be great as a father. Mm -hmm. And if you can accomplish those three things, then everything else falls in place. Mm -hmm. 
And the weird thing about it, or the odd thing about it, is you don't get to decide if you're great or not. Those three people do. Oh, nice. Uh, and so it's that's what I always challenge myself every day. When my son goes to school, I tell him to be great. Uh, and so, you know, if you strive to be those deals. Now, by no means am I great at any one of those three. <laughs> Uh, but those three are my motivations each day. And mm-hmm. so find your motivation and just find something to be great at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be my call to action or motivational deal. Nice. Just strive for greatness. Nice. You want to sing your Bow Weevil song? Uh, no, I don't. But <laughs> the end of the Bow Weevil song, or the, they say uh, it's the same chant as the Razorbacks at the beginning, but then on the end it says, sick them, and they go, eee. And that's horrible. So I probably shouldn't have done that. Can we erase that part? Well, E like a bug? Yep. E. Yeah. So you got, you got the whole stadium just going, E. That, that, that would be kind of cool, but yeah. It's cool for the fans. Mm-hmm. It's not cool to the visitors okay. or anybody else. Okay. Yeah. As but my, it does separate us from everybody else. It does separate you. As my buffalo is running around the stadium, I'm going to think of you going, yeah, we don't have a bull weevil cage or anything like that. It'd be a little box, a, bull a, a match <laughs> box or something. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but they're evil. You don't. Want, it has to be dead if it's in the box, right? Uh, yeah, because one of them can cause a lot of damage. Yeah, so they actually got their name, but they were an ag school. Uh, they were University of Arkansas A uh, and for a long time, and the way they got their mascot name was when the bull weevils destroyed the cotton plants in early 1900s, they wiped out like three states worth of cotton. And so that's how they got their name was because they were so fierce. They are. Cotton. I'm they trying are. to say all this with a straight face. <laughs> I wish people could see this. The fierceness. Yeah. The fierceness of the bow weevil. That's awesome. Well, Kevin, thanks for taking time. Thanks for doing this kind of stuff. This is awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely appreciate it. And thank you for listening. We drop a new episode every Friday. Join us next time for conversations around good. And I'm going to encourage you, just as Kevin encouraged you, to go find something to be great at, right? To be great as a kid, a husband, a father. If you're not any of those things, that's okay. Go be great. That's right. Go be great. Find something. Thanks. Have a great one. Thank you for listening in on another conversation around good. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button so we can continue to provide you conversations that are inspirational. The businesses we serve love to give back to their communities with their time, product, and cash. And this is so rewarding for them, but it's not easy. Go to madepossibleby.us to see how we do it.